Well, doesn't sound like you uh, did a lot of. Uh, you want to put your headphones on? Oh, right. We'll get started. I mean, if we're let's just let's just fire this one out. Okay, I know something we can talk about. Okay, all but, right. But before we talk about it, I mean, I guess it it may not be totally like in the nerd geek spectrum. It's its own subset. But uh, we did sit through that AEW pay per view last weekend. Uh, we did sit through that pay per view. That is something that we have some very differing opinions on it. But uh, we do. Uh, before that, I wanted to say that I sat through uh, eight episodes. Was it eight episodes or six episodes? It's hard to remember. Of this new show called Sweet Tooth that was on Netflix. I have no interest in watching that show. It's based off of. I was interested because it's one of the first shows based on a comic book that I have not read the comic first. Mm. Uh, I used to see it on the stands. I think it came out way back when I was working for What's-His-Face, uh, Mike, uh, yeah. at his comic book store. And then over the years, I've see, I, you know, I would read it. I would see it. I never really read it. It didn't look like my cup of tea. But I saw that they were making a live action show on Netflix and that it's produced by Robert Downey Jr. and his wife, which also made me interested hmm. because it's like, I don't know what else they've produced in, you know, over the years. Uh, but this seemed like somebody got a hold of the comic and really liked it and whatever. So I'm like, all right, I watch it. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Um it's very timely too. It's like pandemic. A pandemic hits. Oh wow. Kills almost everybody. And at the same time these hybrid babies start being born. These animal like everyone's everyone that has a baby after this pandemic breaks. You, there's no normal children born anymore, I don't think. Hmm. And they all have like these like half animal features to them or or partially animal features to them. And it's just this journey of this I mean it's got good actors in it. It's got a a great like the like compared to Jupiter's Landing that's also on Netflix. Like the difference is night and day. Like yeah. the visuals, uh everything looks like it's supposed to be everything on the screen looks like it's in the world, you know? So you're not like, "Oh my god, that looks so so fake or whatever." Like Ju- some of Jupiter's Landing did. And uh it I mean, when you do post-apocalyptic or when society started to break down, it's easier to make an aging, a broken down thing or a rusting thing or a building overgrown with those things exist. Yeah. And we know what they look like and you can make one. when you start starting to make like uh, the superhero stuff, some of that stuff or uh, yeah. or uh, when you start recreating like period piece stuff gr- digitally, eh, eh, yeah. it doesn't look as good. Um but this this was really good. I don't, I don't. Uh, you haven't seen it. I don't know how to sell you on it, other than like. Uh, well, you've sold me on it more than anything else had. Just that short description. I didn't know about any of that. Shit. Yeah, it's it's good. I think your wife's gonna love it. Obviously, because it's a cute little boy with deer horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And deer ears, like the ears. Oh my god. Are like he doesn't have like regular ears. They literally come out of the side of his head at the at that sideways angle, and they flicker and flit around, and they're oh, all fuzzy Lord. and whatever. So he's very cute. Mm. Uh, but it's like, uh, will I don't like I'm. This is like a non spoiler thing because I'm. We said we rarely do. Well, for you, you haven't seen it yet, so it's hard to like. If you do watch it, 
and whatever. I, don't, I heard it's very Spielberg esque. I mean, a little in bit places, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that like that like at times because there's a young child in it. It's got that like that '80s Spielberg kids movies yeah. thing to it. But uh, um, uh, Will Will Forte is that? Oh, okay, name? Will Forte. He plays his dad in it, who raises him out in the middle of nowhere. Good old McGruber. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, you know, he's one of those he's one of those characters that doesn't live very long, but then keeps reappearing as like. You know, he's Uncle Ben as memories of and learning lessons, stories that you think back on, and mm. yada yada. So uh, it's it's really really good. Mm. Uh, they cliff hung it so fucking hard, like you don't you don't end a fucking a season unless you really are confident you're gonna get the go ahead for another season. Wait, isn't isn't is it? Oh yeah, you said the you said the downies. Okay. I was like, I, for some reason, the second I said, I heard it was real uh, uh, Spielberg, I was like, oh, he automatically must be involved in some no, way. No, it just, I don't yeah. think he is. No, I don't think. I didn't is. look at. I didn't look. Not I with the Downey. Downey's probably got their. I mean, Downey's are shit. They're, they're their own little fucking uh, are they? economy. I yeah, I don't know. Um, dude, they don't. They're not. They're not making it with their own money. I think. I think they did. I think they helped produce the. Uh, the last movie he did that everyone hated. The Dr. Doolittle? Yeah. Oh. I think they were involved in that. They may be involved in some of the Sherlock Holmes stuff. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I really do. I really I, don't I'm sure know. he gets a producer credit on a lot of things he's in. Yeah. Doesn't mean he actually did a producer yeah. work, you know, other than what he does what he does you get a, in the role. It's a it's it's a lot of times it's just a a way to pay you more. You get a oh, you're gonna get a a producer credit, you get a point. Yeah. Well, is Downey like a like a guy like Tom Cruise who runs around with his own writers and shit? His own writers? Yeah, that's the thing with Cruise. Like, oh yeah, well, you'll give Cruise something to look over. He's like, oh, but my writers want to do this and this with it, kind of thing. I don't, I don't think so. I oh, think okay. Downey's more of a eh, just give me the broad strokes and I'll, yeah. I'll ad lib it. Yeah, I don't think he's writing and rewriting and stuff. Maybe in his old age he is, but I don't think he is. His old age, he's not that old. Well, come. Eh, but he's had like a thirty-year career in Hollywood, and he's gone from each end of the spectrum in that career. <laughs> I watched Less Than Zero the other day. <laughs> that movie's like—I mean, those movies are so dated now. Some, some of them, some of those '80s movies. But that one was like—that uh, was a crazy movie. That was—it wasn't bad though. I can't get but past the fact that you're putting your your elbow right on your cell phone screen. Why? I don't know. I'm just—I'm like, don't don't crack. Well, I'm not like supporting my weight with it. How heavy do you think my How heavy do you think my arm is? I don't know, but you just now transferred to regular people clothes. Oh, you son of a <laughs> bitch, piece of shit. I'm just, I'm just looking out for you, buddy. Yeah. So anyway, I I think it's a really good show. I don't want to talk about it though if if I'm the only one that's seen it cuz that's a Yeah. That's a boring conversation. Before we started this, we were talking about the Jupiter's Legacy losing being canceled by Netflix. And that the cast is all upset about it. And Mark Miller's already been promised all this shit. They're already talking about a prequel. They're already talking about like different shows within the same universe, but you canceled the first of that. I'm like, that's not a good look. <laughs> yeah, I think uh I think they're suffering from giving him too much power. Uh also a different FX house or something made that show look a little crummy to me. You know, like maybe the team that worked, like I said, 
the team that's done stuff on Netflix for like say uh, Umbrella Academy, yeah, or Stranger Things, or any numerous better shows, yeah, they 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 just look better. Yeah, this it, this looked like it was rushed or yeah. or they hired a the lowest bidder or something. I don't know. It definitely felt like it definitely felt like oh like this is like the equivalent of some of the DCCW stuff and it's like yeah I'm not saying that that's bad I'm just saying like we've moved on from that yeah and, and no 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 yeah Superman and Lois had has better effects than, okay than Jupiter's Landing does yeah. I think okay so well take that for what you want but uh well I know what I saw I think, in Jupiter's fucking Jupiter's Legacy and I was like yeah I think uh I think uh. The writing could also... I mean, other than it just looking a little... Eh, uh, the writing could have been better. And I think uh, if uh, Mark Miller is going to be like running that studio, that little s- sub-studio inside of Netflix that's for his creations, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. I think he needs someone that writes for TV, episodic TV, or a, show, a showrunner or something. I don't know. He's I part- thought they had a. He needs decent- to partner with somebody that that can instituate his weaknesses. I thought they had a they had a showrunner, but I guess if the buck stops with you still, then anyone working under you is going to do what you want. I, it just felt like it needed uh, some no people in there. It felt like a. It fe- and I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong on this. I didn't really. I haven't really researched this. It's not our forte on this show is to do research, but it feel it felt like. They just did what he like he wanted to do, and there was not a big, there was not an overseeing force to like kind of be like no, or or this is going to work better, or yeah. or we don't like the day, we don't like where what we're seeing. We're going to take this and and go in, you know. I don't know, but it, but I think that some of his other books, uh, may be better suited for Netflix series than this was. I wasn't sure of this one. When I heard that it was going to be the first one to begin with, I read the comics, but I wasn't in love with the comics. I think some of his other stuff is probably going to be better. I just know what so I saw. We'll, we'll see. I'm not surprised it got canceled. Yeah, I, and I don't all. care either. Yeah. I, I listen. To be honest with you, there's so much fucking shit being made hmm. between all of these fucking streaming services, even like. CBS has some good stuff and the content wars are strong. NBC on Peacock. I mean, they're all making stuff now. It's like, I don't have time to watch it all. Yeah. And I watch, I try and watch mm-hmm. it all. And if you're, if you're two episodes in on something and you're like, eh, like that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. Um, to, 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 to compete, you, you got, it's always got to be quality. And I, it's unfortunate because some stuff is, not bad, but not bad doesn't well, now, cut it. Nowadays, content yeah, wars. you don't get. Yeah. It's not three networks, and maybe there's a handful of shows between three networks that are things I'm interested in. Now. Mediocrity it, doesn't get picked up now. It's now it's there's so many. Uh, the problem is that even if it was still just the three or four networks, you know, the broadcast networks, that they make more shows geared towards what I'm interested in now. They make more fantastical stuff and sci-fi stuff and horror stuff than, I mean, like when I was a kid. Yeah. They didn't make the, and barely any of that shit. So, uh, even if it was just those four networks, 
I would I would be having a problem keeping up. But then Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and you know CBS mm. and whatever else. I mean CBS is I mean like I've watched several shows on there already, mostly the Star Trek thing. But uh, I mean there's there's too much. So anytime something gets canceled. I'm okay with it. I'm a little annoyed if I've watched it through and been and in my mind been like I could watch another season of this. Yeah. Then I'm a little annoyed. <laughs> and I think Netflix rug pulls us a lot with that. Where they're like, Ah, you know, we're just not gonna do it anymore. And I mean I understand. I, I don't understand it. I don't know what I don't know what their algorithms are, you know, like how it works. I assume they know what they've spent on the show and they know they need to have X number of views of it consistently through. They probably, you know what it is? A good indicator probably is like if the drop offs between like the first few and you know, it's almost like box office weeks. Yeah. You know, like if, if people are watching the first episode and then not could, if they're not holding the audience through the whole thing, that's probably a sure sign Something to let it go, working. to yeah. let it go. Yeah. And with the money they're spending on some of this stuff, you definitely yeah. have to you have to be able to keep the attention. <laughs> yeah. And like, but I like there's a lot of shows I'm like I'm happy they have continued. Like Lock and Key is really good, and that's a you know I don't know if you saw that, but that's based off a comic written by Stephen King's son. It's really good. Um, Joe Hill, I like all of his stuff. Yeah. I wish they would. I know some other projects are being made of his work. He's not nearly as prolific as his dad. Uh, who turns out three books a year, but uh, but what he does, but he does, but he does work in comics, which is kind of cool, which probably takes a lot of his time. Uh, yeah, so you know, Netflix has a problem because they they do that rug pull a lot, or like, at, or they don't really envision any of their stuff really ever going past three seasons. Like maybe it's because salaries or something like that. Well, let me ask you because you watched it all the way through, and this is probably an indication that maybe what they this, their decision was correct. Because I fucking still haven't seen past that first episode. Would you have given it a second season? And see, I mean, if I did, it would have been with a ton of notes. Yeah. You know, if I was like the the man in charge. And I think that hesitation uh, is why they didn't get a second season right I, there. I don't see I don't fault them, but at the same time, I I kinda don't want to get in I wish there was a disclaimer ahead of it, like warning, this show may be canceled by Netflix before <laughs> you I know that's not that obviously if they've made it and 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 are airing it that they're hoping to make more. Yeah. But it's kinda like I, it gets annoying when, especially when stuff like if it was like its own little story arc. And I mean, it's, it sort of was, you, you always have loose ends, but, uh, you have to write a show where you have, uh, season arcs and, and series arcs. Uh, I think if you get into a show and you've watched, well, however many episodes it was. And then you're like, man, I can't wait for season two. And then they, and then they pull it out from under you like that, that, that sucks. Yeah. And I feel like it happens more on Netflix where they might kill a show prematurely. And it's probably all down to 
just their fucking science, you know, because at the same time, they will take a canceled show from elsewhere and bring it over, put it on their network and then run three more like Lucifer. They're doing that with. Yeah. And, uh, and it finds a whole new life because apparently like the Netflix audience, the, there's no guarantee they would, they've ever even heard of that show on network. And it's weird because it doesn't work the other way. No. And it can't work the other way because of the way the contracts work. So like Jupiter's like, uh, legacy. Well, it's not the contracts. It's not the contracts. It's a, they're not picking up a show like Lucifer unless, um, the, the, whoever aired it, like NBC or whatever it was, uh, has cleared everything off yeah. or signed off or sold off. But like because of the situation they have with Mark Miller, like that's that's it for the show. You're not gonna see these characters. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. No, they would because they own him, basically. Yeah. Until they get out of the Mark Miller. Which business. makes it even weirder that they would do this. Yeah, yeah. That they <laughs> because they wanted to have their own IP instead yeah. of licensing Marvels. They bought his house of ideas to steal a phrase and uh it's like warner brothers working with Zack snyder eh, no because that's their characters it's not but, but, like that but but it's not like snyder created these characters and and he's under like their indentured servitude but or however a, you want to put it's, it it's the same where his creative input is is driving the f- driving everything and they're just kind of they paid him to do this but and yeah, one but of his they, first projects is like eh and you're like yeah they might not because listen. It, who cares about the characters? It's all about the creative yeah, way that you but drive them. But it's on Netflix. That's not the way Netflix. But Netflix was doing it to own IP. But what if the next thing fails and the next thing? Well, that now you. Well, then you just cut bait. Now you, you got to cut bait with him entirely. Yeah. Well, whatever. So it's not like, but it's 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 the same as if they're making any show. Yeah. It's definitely a chance they took with with Miller. Yeah. Because all his other previous stuff that's worked has been in a studio's hands and not his. I mean, I don't it's know. Like Frank he Miller. Had, he has inf- inf- he, he has input. It's like Frank Miller because a lot of Frank Miller like directed shit is like, all right, dude, you yeah, okay. I, although I did love, I know I'm in the very minority. I fucking loved. Uh, holy fuck! The sh- no, not the. Sh- I was gonna say the shadow. <laughs> he didn't do the shadow. Um, yeah, he did. No, was it? Did Mark Miller. Did oh, not the shadow. Uh, 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 the spec. Uh, uh, the, the saint. Fuck. We're thinking of the same movie. We're getting it wrong. The saint, right? No, it wasn't the saint. Um, spirit. Spirit. The spirit. 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 I love spirit. I love that movie. That movie is ho- uh, hokey. It's corny. It's beautiful, and it doesn't make a fucking lick of sense a lot of the time. But goddamn, is it fun to watch? And yeah, Samuel well, Jackson is eating the screen up everywhere. He's at Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson at one of her hottest. Um, just awesome. I love that. I love that green screen, the way they did it. Because it's one of the few movies where I felt it, it worked like a Sin City 300. I felt like it was a little too, like they'd done it in Sin City. So uh, it was a little derivative. Mm. It was different, but not enough different. And it was maybe too close to when Sin City came out, where it just kind of made, made, I just feel like that style. Idea. That style was for Sin City. Once you do it elsewhere, it doesn't work. It's filming style, but the way that the, the, the but, graphics and the, yeah, yeah, the, that that was very similar. But but I loved. I just loved the character interactions. I felt that well. That he taught. He he writes all of his books like they're fucking fifties crime novels. Yeah, you know, I love he's it. like a de- he's like that's his love is those ridiculous detective. Kind of books. 
and he's and when he gets it right, it's really well done. Um, but then sometimes, like you know, he goes a little crazy. It's spirit. Why did spirit. I? Why couldn't I think of that? Either? I don't know. I couldn't think of it either. It's literally, like I love that movie. Will Eisner's The Spirit. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's just one of the few times where I felt that, you know, so everyone hates that fucking movie, and I'm like, well, the movie's great. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't think it was bad. I just, yeah. I didn't. I don't. Honestly, I. I it's just to, like when you get. I like, would have to see it again. I don't, when you get you know. like the top ten letdown movies, we get those movie lists you read. Like people shit the fuck all over, it. and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like it wasn't unwatchable. Like there's plenty of unwatchable shit that's been made. Okay, I don't know the way you described it. It, it, it Electra, was like, <laughs> unwatchable. Fucking uh 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 the two Ghost Rider movies, unwatchable except for the fact that Nicolas Cage is an insane person. Yeah. <laughs> that second Ghost Rider movie is fantastic. You're out of your mind. I haven't seen it. Be to be clearly. Oh, honest, so. look at you <laughs> talking out of my ass. <laughs> fucking total <laughs> shit. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I've just seen the making of where the the famous scene where he does the transformation in the church without the ed- without all the editing it's just Nicolas Cage screaming like a maniac yeah, it's it, fantastic i love it i fucking love it the, the actual movie i could care less about <laughs> apparently apparently the big rumor is we're going to see ghost rider maybe in doctor strange i wouldn't hold my breath i wouldn't hold my breath everyone's packing 10 pounds of shit in this 5 well, pounds what bag. they do it's what they do with all these marvel movies and all these shows well, what happens when these guys show up? I'm like, well, what if it's just a self-contained thing, man? You know, like let's like this Loki. Loki's there. We go. Loki's about to pop right next week or so. Mm-hmm. So that'll give us something to talk about. All right, and I did end, and I know we talked about it a few times. But we didn't. I did finish Mighty Ducks, and I have to say that I loved that little self-contained story. It was a great callback to everything. Had some callback characters. Probably have a second season, and. uh the Mighty Ducks are back. It's pretty cool, and of course, Emilio Estevez is awesome. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the last few episodes. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So, uh, what else you got? You came you? over. I did come over last weekend, and actually suffered through a wrestling pay per view with me. Oh, there! I forgot all about. We we're going to talk about that. Excellent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, me, you, Blake, and the wife. Your wife. Yes, my wife. Not Blake's wife. No, Blake. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And uh, it was, uh, it has moments. Um, it's now, having now seen like WrestleMania, having seen AEW recently, like I, I, I just wrestling what currently is, is considered wrestling on TV. It's not for me anymore. I don't really enjoy a lot of that shit, but there were some good moments on that show, and the, and then there was ridiculous nonsense that that I know we all enjoyed, and and I I enjoyed it with you. It's not wrestling, but it's fucking fun. It's funny. Um, I listen a lot to like like Jim Cornette, and I really kind of like well, agree that with him guy. a lot. I agree with him a lot on 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 his assumptions about today's business. It's because because what drew me to professional wrestling was I loved. The, I loved the stories and the matches, and that doesn't matter anymore. What matters now is the stories that are being told between the matches, and the matches accentuate the stories, and that kind of entertainment doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, it's fun sometimes, and, 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 and sometimes it can be entertaining, but it's not wrestling to me. Mm. Um, it's just my opinion, but like I understand where the business has gone now, and that's fine. 
It's evolved past. You've you've literally become everybody before you. Every generation doesn't like what the new generation's doing. Every generation says I can still. Every generation says that's not wrestling. But I can still watch it, and I enjoyed it with you guys. But at the same time, I'm like, it gives me nothing that happened. Nothing that happened made me go. I can't wait to tune in to see what happens. But I feel like it's it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work if you've. If you don't know, no. If you don't know any of the characters, you don't know any storylines. You haven't been watching for two for for. You don't watch regularly. You come in and you watch one isolated thing, which is all the pay the pay reviews to blow off for a lot of this stuff. So you don't even know what's going on. Uh, how can you? How can you go? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that. And they they did a good job of trying to tell these stories with these vignettes, and I enjoyed the vignettes. Um. Thought some of the vignettes probably could have went in different directions, but whatever. They're you know again, I don't know what's happening, so I'm just being presented with what I'm being presented with. Um, like the Britt Baker stuff was great, and that she's a shoot dentist out of this and her own practice and everything. She wrestled. it's funny that she actually has a that she actually has a running business. Yeah, like as a dentist, she doesn't need wrestling. She does wrestling purely because of the passion for being the best. And, well, and, and, and the fact that, like, uh, I mean, they, they're pretty much complimenting each other yeah. now because she's luckily working somewhere where she has the time to be able to, mm-hmm. to run the business. And now it's so funny that, like, I bet you, like, three quarters of her clientele at least are all just wrestling fans. Oh, 100%. So, this like, this has helped her business yeah. there. And, uh, Oh, my dentist is Britt Baker? Yeah. And then it's given her, like... But it's also given her, like, a great gimmick for wrestling. Do you think people, like, travel just to have dental work done? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) maybe because... uh, Is she in Orlando? Is that where she's based? I I fucking... I have no idea. I mean, if she's... If if her dentistry... That's a great place to have your hub, if it is. Is, like, well, (laughs) I need to get my teeth cleaned or I need a root canal anyways... Why not go to Disney for three days and get it done while I'm on vacation? Yeah. And, you know, it's just like a. So maybe, I mean, maybe people travel for it, but it would. Or maybe people try, like, yeah. It's like, or they're big AEW fans, so they're coming for the. to watch a show on Wednesday or to go see a pay per view on Saturday or Sunday. But I felt bad for her because that match was trash. And and somewhere along the first like they were out of sync. They were completely out of sync. Nothing made any sense. And really, They're I remember sync, watching. But they, were, but they were, but they weren't. What was her name? Shinoda Shida Shida. I who'd she work? I saw her work before. She worked uh the 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 trans wrestler, the big one. Yeah, and I remember really liking that match. I thought that was the but match that's of the an show. E- that's an easier. St- that's a. Uh... If you're talking about wrestling, that's a way easier story to tell. The David oh, I'm not talking about the story the to David tell. David versus Goliath I'm talking thing. like I'm talking like those they 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 beat the hell out of each other in that match, and I really enjoyed that. And and everything about the lead to this match is like, oh shit, like this is going to be awesome. They're going to beat the fuck out of each they other. They couldn't they couldn't go crazy in this one because the last like the, I think Britt Baker's had too many hardcore matches in a short span. Now, where you don't want to make it where it's like expected every time that she's going to be bleeding from. That's it. your gimmick. That's your gimmick. It's man. not her gimmick. I'm just saying, but it's helped. Yeah. It's but it's, but it's been a thing that she's 
done a couple of those. Unfortunately, though, Ben, it the thing that puts you over not hardcore, but I'm saying like yeah, like you know, big spots, uh, yeah, table things. I get that. Get, getting busted open, not on purpose or whatever. It's yeah. like you know. Uh, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would have preferred. I would have preferred a little bit more that over. Okay, this show had one thing going against it that I think we can all agree was absolute fucking nonsense. Every match had twenty false finishes. Yeah, I I feel like uh, you you and I would both agree that. Uh, Three quarters of the matches went too long. Way too long. Way too. At least, at least, uh, maybe a double. Maybe about five minutes per match. At least. I feel like this be- is this is part of the new, uh, the new fan base, is that they like, they like this independent wrestling false finishes type of stuff. It gets them worked up. But here's the problem. It it builds this like I could energy. Call, I could call most of those matches. I could call way better falsies, way better uh transitions, way better double downs, make and make the finish mean something where the fans are on their feet and these people are just going out there and they're just they're throwing fucking these wild why doesn't he even have finishers anymore? Why are they called finishers? Nothing finishes anything anymore. Stop. Stop. Oh, it's just finished. He hasn't finished a match with that move since the time I fucking left wrestling. Okay? Some of these people... I mean, here's the one thing I loved. That Omega never hit the one wing angel. Never hit it. The whole match didn't hit it. I I love that. It's always set up for it. Yeah, well, I mean... Didn't hit it. Makes it actually mean something. But, like, he... like. Guys like Roman Reigns, when you have three fucking moves and you do them 15 times in a match, you're not a professional wrestler. You're a guy who's learned three moves and can be fucking told when and where to place them several different times in a match. And the other guy's inherent to sell off that shit. This doesn't make you a fucking worker. It just makes you a fucking monkey. Um, anyone can learn to do that shit. That's why I fucking hate this this new this new age. Uh, have to have 13 double downs. Got to have 14 fucking falsies. And we're all superhuman. All of us are superhuman. The smaller you are, apparently you cannot die. That's my uh, what's his face? Uh, oh god, who's the guy who fucking tagged with Sting? Darby Allen. Literally, literally. Whoops. Without bumping, he's useless. He has nothing short of bumping for something. If he can't, he's, he's got he's. Super dynamic. He uh, he has a completely unique style. Uh, his quickness and his speed are fun to watch. Um, he's fun to watch. I'll give him that. He's got a something lot of, about him. A lot, a lot of his movements are unique and different. He's, I'd say, three quarters of what he does is unique to just him. I agree. I agree. You know, which I agree. which Better goes a long way. Better goes worse. a long way. But how long can he keep that shit up? In oh no 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 no. This guy's. Uh, yeah, it's it's he's gonna burn himself out. And he's gonna and he's already been injured several times. I mean, so. we'll say hardcore wrestling has an expiration date on the body. We'll say all these different things and different uh, uh, styles have an expiration date. But whatever the fuck Darby Allen is doing has a completely different expiration date than everybody else. Because that man is still upright in three years. I'll he's, be genuinely impressed. He's a pinball. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's literally the best way to describe his wrestling style is pinball. Um, his body is his weapon. Yeah. Um. And that's great. I. 
God damn. But, you know, he's making it work, and he, he had a tag match. Out, he's over. I, the, the only thing, the, here's, the, uh, here's like the, the argument you're not going to like. Okay. Is that this promotion knows its fan base. And his fan base, th- their fan base, this is what they want. Mm-hmm. And they are giving it to them, and they are gobbling it up, and they're happy. They're throwing money at them and saying more and more and more. Yeah. I so mean, what are you going to do? From a business standpoint, you you're do? doing exactly what you do. Right. But it doesn't... You know, you're, you're, uh, you're holding that. Do you know what that is? I have no idea what this is. So that... Here, hand it to me. I'll show it to you. That little piece of tin. Yeah. It's a slide to this little box. It slides over it like this as a lid. Oh, okay. Okay. This came, since we're talking wrestling, this came from your buddy Alex Chamberlain. Uh, when we did uh, when we did the the convention in Miami, the first Miami Beach Convention Center. Oh wow! Uh, he was rooming with me and Eric. I think Beast ended up squatting in our room, and Danielle. I think it was a really crowded room for those tiny rooms that we had on the in Miami Beach. Those that one hotel that we were in, the rooms were ridiculously small. But uh, he. Uh, He's like unpacking and he pulls out a, a few of these and tosses them to us. They're like fucking, they were boner pills. <laughs> they came with three of them in there. Oh my you God. You see now it, the logo yeah. up with an oh. exclamation point and the top of the exclamation point, if I'm not totally crazy, is not a blunt arrow. It is a dick. Oh my god, it is! <laughs> Holy shit, I see it now. So I've had these; they've been sitting in the back of a drawer for like <laughs> since that show. What was that? Like seven years ago, six years 2013, ago, two thousand thirteen, right? I don't know. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, so I I pulled it out the other day. I'm like, oh, this is a little cool little container. I'll throw a bunch of little screws in there or something. I open it up; the the boner pills are still in oh there. Oh my god! And they were they're like this nuclear red color, Ooh. and I'm like, well, Ooh. obviously. I'm not taking gas station boner pills <laughs> from almost a decade ago. <laughs> so those went right into the toilet and I flushed them. So some alligator in a sewer just doesn't know why it's a raging erection. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's just funny that you were playing with that. Uh, and it and it kind of tied in the wrestling. <laughs> I don't know why he had them. I think it may have been like uh, you know, all these fucking meatheads have sup. I think he was working for like GNC at the yeah. time or something. Yeah. So it was probably like a like a supplement rep tossed him a bunch and said, uh, "That's so, funny. Here, go make some friends." <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah. So up with the boner yeah. exclamation point. You know what? And I have no problem as a business. You want to give your clientele exactly what they pay for, and they want more. And if that's what if that's what wrestling fans want, Ben. Then it's inherent on AEW to do that, and every now and then I'll get cool moments when I do watch it. But I have no reason to you watch do, that. You, you you notice the feedback of that? You saw the crowd; they were into it. They were into yeah. every false finish. They weren't falling asleep because the matches. While we thought the matches went a little long at times, they didn't have a problem with it at all. But as a fucking former wrestler, I see a thousand was, different ways to make that fucking. What was the joke that was like? Oh no no no. Once the this is awesome chance starts, oh. <laughs> you know you're halfway through the match. <laughs> we didn't get a fight forever. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about what we hate in wrestling? 
Uh, I hate. Do we have enough time left? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I hate the fight forever chant and the you deserve it chant. Oh, those are the worst two things in wrestling. Oh, they're not the worst two things in wrestling. Pedophilia is pretty bad. Uh, shit like that. But uh, as far as like, <laughs> as far as for this conversation in this show, those are the Let's worst. Just go two. as dark as possible. For example, well, they had the they they ran the. They ran the uh, Dark Side of the Ring this week with uh, Grizzly Smith. Oh, I haven't seen it. You know, first of all, I did not know that Jake the Snake was the brother of Sam Houston and the brother of Rockin' Robin. I did not know they were all siblings, that they were all Grizzly Smith's kids. Oh, shit, I didn't know either. Yeah. This is like, so, so like this whole like family, you know. And I, th- I think at one time, all four of them were working for the E. <laughs> uh, Grizzly and apparently Grizzly basically just uh, was a pedophile. Yeah. Like straight up pedophile. But to the point where like uh, not only was he like, I think, abusing his daughter, um, but uh, that he like had a network on the road and families were like giving their little kids to him to take on these just, circuits and yeah, shit. I don't even know if I want to like watch. Like 13, 14 I don't know if I can stomach this, man. And And – and uh, apparently a lot of what about uh, to have a kid and a, apparently a lot of what Jake's fucked up on is all, not only that his dad was like uh you know like an unloving uncaring unsupportive father who like you know all he did was shit on you and stuff uh but that I think one of his later wives who was like 13 or 16 at the time or whatever was forcing Jake to fuck her oh my god as a little little kid and, uh, you know, as like a 10-year-old or something. It's crazy shit. Jesus. It's really compelling. Like, it's really worth watching. But it's really fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense that he was a fucking, that he was a, a junkie for fucking 30 years. Yeah. And that his sister was an alcoholic. And that, I, I think I think their brother, Sam Houston. Uh, oh, and they, they have a fourth sibling. And he was given away for adoption. Jesus. And he was like, yeah, considering everything, it's probably best that I was given away for adoption. Fuck. But he looked up to Grizzly, and I think he was the adopted kid, was the one that took care of Grizzly later in life when he was on his way out. My God. It's crazy. Holy shit. It's crazy. All but, right, I'll have to watch but that. But forget about that. Yes, pedophilia is bad. We all can establish that as a fact. But yeah. back to AEW, since there's no pedophilia on the show to bitch about, yeah. those are the two things I think would be the greatest, are yeah. the greatest sins of that fan base. Because... They do it a lot, obviously, because yeah. they're those types of fans. But you got to say that it may not be our our time. Not everything might not be our cup of tea. I'm not a fan of things going like I would much be much happier. I'm a grumpy old man now. I'd be much happier with a three hour show instead of a four hour show. One way to do that is trim down all the matches. That pay per view is way too fucking long. It's it's long, but uh uh, but for but if we were 20 years old, we would have wanted another two hours of it. You know what I mean? Uh, so, again, they know their fan base. They have a live crowd. They're getting the feedback. And the feedback is, this is what we like. We want more of it. So what are you going to do? It's a, it, Once WWE goes to a live crowd, they're fucked. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll watch that, by the they way. They are fucked. I'll watch that day. I oh think there's God. a lot of people waiting. And maybe even probably some back channel coordinating. To start shitting on it as soon as possible. Not so much that it's like AEW secret mm-hmm. agent type shit. Where we're like, we're, we like AEW, so let's go shit on this and ruin the... the what, did I, what did I tell you at the but, beginning of all this? But that like, I told you that once Vince 
found out that he didn't need to have fans anymore at his shows, we might never get fans again. There was talk of that, but uh, they've announced the start of going live. Oh, have they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. They're way... Are listen, they selling? They're way too much in their fucking echo Because there's chamber. been so many cuts and so many... I mean, dude, they're... What uh, are you selling? I, I don't know, but you, you fucking... You cut Strowman, you cut... Oh, oh, oh. Oh, selling the company. I, yeah. th- I thought you meant like, are they like, I know if you meant like selling in the oh. ring or who you were talking no, about. No, they're selling the company. They got to be doing something. There's man. a theory that the WWE is getting their business ready to be sold. Um, and one of the ways you do that is by trimming the budget, cutting the uh, em- the number of employees down, making it as uh, look as profitable as possible. Yes. And like, you have to say that between the, the billion dollar USA and Fox contracts and the new deal with uh, that where they got a huge payday from uh, to put their network on Peacock and the Saudi stuff that they have a lot of money coming in. I don't think they had to fucking I don't think they're in the red keeping all these people and they cut before this cut. They cut a lot of office people, a lot of office people. So, uh, so I don't it logically it doesn't make sense to give all the competition out there and to a certain extent rising tide raises all ships mm-hmm. but if you start to be the number 2 company ratings wise that's a problem so putting people like Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe and I forget who else they they cut but I mean like I'd say like if it was Ruby if it, Riot, Lana, if, yeah, like seven out of eight of the people they cut are like going to make some other company a lot of money. Yep, Lana is going to work out well when she's back with Rusev. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you could say a lot of things about Lana, but you can't say that she hasn't busted her ass to get better, especially in the last two years, especially since he's been gone and she's been there. To like not give up, yeah, and try and get out, and to try and apply yourself and try and get better and work your ass off, it's a testament. Yeah, she's gonna make someone a lot of money. Uh, Strowman, I don't understand that at iconics, all. The iconics, there's some crazy stuff out I there. I mean, Strowman, like I understand Joe. Strowman was, I think they fucked they two things. I think that they had done their terrible bookings to the point where this guy should have won the title a while ago. He didn't. That when they did put the title on him, they didn't give him a good title run. And now they've kind of done that big show thing with him where they flip-flopped him back and forth so many times. It's hard to take him seriously right now. And then adding choo-choo sound effects when he was running around. Like, I admit, I'm glad I missed all it this It was like nonsense. three weeks of it. It was ridiculous. I literally, that was the point where I chose to stop watching the product on a regular basis. Um and the other part of it was apparently when he renegotiated renego- for his big deal, it was like when they were offering like peak money for people. Yeah. And they're like, now they're like, we're paying this guy without any other royalties or sales on stuff or licensing or anything or doing house shows, which you get paid more for and or whatever. We have a they. I think he got a guaranteed contract for like over a million dollars. Damn, good year. for Strowman. Yeah, but I mean that guy's. Look at him. Look yeah. at him. I mean, come on. 
The funny thing is, he's gonna come to AEW. Oh, there's no, there's no way he doesn't. Because, well, not for the reason you think. He's Mark Henry's boy. Yeah. And Mark Henry just showed up at AEW. Mark Henry's gonna counsel him to do what's best for him, but uh, I think he would like to be around Mark Henry. Mark Henry was the one that brought him, recruited him from the the strongest man stuff oh okay he okay. spotted him and said you've got it yeah you can do it uh stroman wasn't sure waited three more years and picked up the phone and called mark and yeah. said can you get me in he's yeah. like yeah got him in the wwe yeah. so there's a relationship there and now now your your boy is there can put in the good word and get you paid and get you working again mark henry's the kind of guy that can walk up to tony khan and go this is what i want to do and it gets done Probably he's one of the few. Well, it's funny because Tony Khan like has these a lot of these people that are he's signing. He had a relationship beforehand. Like apparently he's known Mark Henry for years and had dinners and conversations, whatever. Because before he was a a guy that would have been accused of tampering. Yeah, he was a huge fan of the fucking business. Yeah, and had the money to go wherever he wanted at any time and and get the good seats and meet the good people and whatever. We've known a few people like that. Yeah. So not with that kind of money, though. No, no, no. But like, <laughs> like, listen. If you're if WWE comes down and they're performing in your arena, yeah. Obviously, you can have access to anyone you want. And when you when you sit down and talk to them, everyone says, when I sat down and talked to Christians, Christians known him for years too. Yeah. yeah, I sat down and talked to him. First time I talked to him, I tried to convince him to let me be the coach of the fucking Jaguars. <laughs> you know, it's like, but but he's like, no, he impresses these people with his knowledge of the business, and they would. The people that matter don't look at him as a mark. Yeah, don't look at him as a money mark because he's like like Christian or like with uh, with Mark Henry or whatever. They have a pre existing relationship, you know, where they they've spoken to this person and they've respect him for like whatever his encyclopedia knowledge and his you know his patch for the business. And yeah. It's not, and, and listen, at the end of the day, he's not a money mark. He's not. Oh well. He runs. Is he a money? Is he paying every Jaguar that that uh, has a big name to play a team? No, they have. They run that. They run their soccer team like fucking sports businesses. Trust me, he's running AEW like that. If he doesn't see the value in you, he's not gonna keep you around. He has gotten rid of people already because he did not see the value in them. He's running it like his other sports organizations. He may be a little more personal with them and around them, hands on, but that's because. I thought his dad ran everything else. He, but he's been he's working. If he had a role, he wasn't like he wasn't like the owner no, of the Jags. But he's that. in the he's in the company. And same with Shane McMahon. You know, yeah. you're you're in there. You're in that. You're you're in the dirt as well as everybody else doing all the work. So, Trust yeah. me, he's not going to not fire someone because he's because uh, he's 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 had a few beers with them at the end of the night. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just know the WWE is fucking up at every possible corner. I watched what they called WrestleMania. I thought it was fucking awful. And uh, I watched the AEW show. And well, was, WrestleMania is a problem too. Yeah. Because I, now we've gone from it being like a seven hour affair to a two day affair. Yeah, it's no good. And even if each day is only four or five hours, it's still like, it's ridiculous. And you have no product that I give a fuck about. Yeah. None. Um, I there's a few good things. Yeah, I watch. There's it, always a diamond in the rough. I watch WrestleMania and, and Royal Rumble and AEW. I do this now as more of a community thing. 
Blake comes over. We all get yeah, we hang, hang, out. hang out. Yeah, hang out. I don't give a fuck about the actual product at all. Well, I don't care. I mean, you probably enjoy shitting on it. I really do. <laughs> I, really I notice do. at times that you're just looking to shit on it. I just keep my mouth shut. But I'm yeah. like, I'm not gonna argue with every little thing with you. But mm. uh, when you sit there, sometimes you start getting into into it, uh, into into the shitting on it part of it. I'm like, all um, right, whatever, man. Whatever makes you yeah. happy. Uh, I caught myself a little bit a few times. I'm like, just enjoy this shit, Marco. You're not. Yeah. Everyone knows you dislike this. <laughs> yeah. Don't. It's fine to point out legitimate things, but when you're when you're actively trying to ruin it for other people, that's when I'll speak up. You know what I mean? But you didn't do that. So no, like, <laughs> I, I I think I catch myself before I become too far into that. And that's that's the thing. That's the thing about the show. On the end of the month, I'm not gonna be able to sit in the crowd, not sober. There's no way. No way. We'll see. No way. We'll see. No so anyway, I, at AEW, I also see. Uh, I mean, I I don't understand. I there's a couple of things I don't understand. I don't understand. There's a lot of people that I don't. I don't think they're the AEW fan base. They're the outsiders that have this like hate for Cody Rhodes and accuse him of like holding people down and taking the spotlight, whatever. I'm like, that's like, ridiculous. The, the dude's always in the mid card. the The biggest argument was this guy he fought Anthony Ogogo this this time around. The guy's like from uh, Olympic. He's a Brit from Olympic boxing. And I guess he can't go anymore because he had like eye damage or yeah, something. Yeah, like his eye socket and he lost vision in his so eyes So he's here pro wrestling and he's trying his best. And By the way, if that's his third match, third match good ever. for him. So this is his third match ever and Cody won. But he lo- it wasn't like Cody won in 30 seconds. They had a 10-minute match or something like that. And it's like, so you have people online or in my, well, someone in one of my chats, it's like, just bitching about it. I'm like, what, what did you, he's like, he hurt him. I'm like, like you, he hurt his what? His, his, he's been in the business two seconds. He's been on, he's been wrestling for a month. See, how realistic is it that he would beat a guy like Cody Rhodes? A guy like Cody Rhodes should have outsmarted him and rolled him up and pinned him in 20 seconds. Instead, he gave him 10 minutes. They, he showcased the fucking guy. The guy should have lost. I'm not even looking from a, uh, I'm not looking at this from a, a uh, like a practical standpoint like that. Just from a purely business standpoint. Um, if Cody's going to be that guy that just tries his best to they make try new and, stars. They try and call him, they try to compare him to Triple H, which I think is. No, like, that's ridiculous. It's a terrible comparison. Absolutely, absolutely terrible comparison. But if Cody Rhodes' job right now was trying to make these stars and do interesting things and whatnot, you've got to keep them hot. And uh, because yeah, that's so the only they, way it makes yeah. him interesting. Yeah. Now, should Anthony Gogo have won this match? If this was a year blow off kind of thing, absolutely. Right. But this is his third match. You actually are using the only reason Gogo wins that match is because ten other guys ran in and helped him. You're using his his inexperience in the wrestling business as part of the storyline. So yeah, it's pretty obvious that a guy like Cody should be able to eventually right. outsmart right. someone that's, who's stronger. That's fa- the thing. Because you're maybe more athletic. You, not only are you emphasizing that this is only his third match, but then you're putting him over for being can you believe yeah, only his yeah. third match? He's he's held in for ten he's minutes not Cody He's Cemetery. not Goldberg. It's way more No, but I'm saying like that's you get him over more. Yeah, it, it, it's way more effective to have a really to have good back and showing. forth, a good back and forth where you 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 get to show that stupid rib punch is dumb. I don't care what anybody says. Um, 
and you you can never yeah. you can never sell that thing right. It's whatever. But yeah, I'm not a fan. of He it. did a lot of. Then you're all like fake blood capsules and shit like. I that. I will tell you. I will tell you. If that's his third fucking match in front of a live crowd, watching him work, he's better than everybody in South Florida. Right. Um. Congratulations. Like you. You took. You took that athleticism. You took that just general. But he's an athletic. Yeah. He's minded. A, he's an Olympic guy. athlete. Let's name some uh, others: Kurt Angle, yeah. Charlie Haas, uh, you know, or these these elite level guys. Shelton Ben, not not Olympic, but yeah. Shelton Benjamin, Brock Lesnar, you know, guys that take to this kind of shit like fucking fish or just to water. Na- yeah. the, the natural athletes. Yeah. The transition is going to be a lot easier. Look yeah. at look at like even like eventually Dan Severn got it. Eventually, uh, I mean, look, Ken Shamrock still fucking do it over in TNA. I mean, yeah, but I mean, look. Um, I will tell you, I will tell Natural you that athletes. the only thing about that match and the only thing about any Cody Rhodes match that really fucking irritates me is that really stupid tattoo. Yeah. The neck tattoo cannot, I, I cannot. And here's a funny thing. Last night, one of it's fucking retarded. Natalia had a bunch of her coworkers over and, and, uh, they got into, ta- they got into talking about tattoos and one girl's like, I love a dude with a neck tattoo. She goes, I don't even care. If you have a neck tattoo, you're automatically more attractive to me. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Pulled up Cody Rhodes' neck tattoo. Showed it to her. I'm like, what do you think about this tattoo? She looks at it. She's like, well, that one's stupid. But <laughs> I was like, god damn. All right, cool. Thank you. I feel like the only, <laughs> only reason to get a neck tattoo is because you've run out of real estate everywhere yeah. else. Yeah, that's where you start your real estate. <laughs> no. He has like one other tattoo. I think it's his dream for yeah. his dad. That's on like, a hey, like if that if that's an endpoint punctuation to a much larger piece, I understand that. Yeah. But it's out there in the middle of the wilderness, just all by itself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you used to create characters in SmackDown vs. Raw and you're just moving you could just get the move the markings around the body and the, the cursor just got stuck in the top left corner and you couldn't move it, so you're like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it is what neck, it is. Neck tattoo it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than that, man, I, I yeah, people hate on Cody because Cody's doing I, his own thing. I think he's doing his own thing. I think the detriment, but they see some things like that. He's the one that got the like game show on TNT, and he's the like. But TNT is the one that picks the. People. Why you shit on a man for his hustle? Right, that's what I'm saying. Well, first of all, he's listen. If TNT wants to make him the face of their fucking one of the faces of their network, who who are you to decide yeah. that's not cool? You know, it's it's. Who cares that he's on a fucking show you're not watching? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, his wife, I think, a little bit oversteps her. She steps out of her lane. Uh, too she much. thinks she's way more important than she, she steps really out is. of her lane too much. She's not a great wrestler, uh, and sometimes what she chooses to talk about, uh, like her promos, aren't fantastic uh, for whatever reason. But uh, but she looks great, and she could create shenanigans ringside. I mean, that's really all. Yeah. She could be an office person. That's fine. But sometimes there's too much. She's not someone that really needs spotlight. I don't think that like that she's like the multi kind of tool five, you know, like a five star no. kind of no person. She's like a two star. Brandy Rhodes is never really a, uh, uh, she's never really, uh, yeah, I've never been impressed by anything she's done. She's hot. Yeah, That's it. she's a not a good wrestler. Yeah, we live in South Florida. You throw a rock and hit that. So yeah, but he, but she's obviously yeah, yeah. Not with the company. Part yeah, of the good package. for her. Good but, for uh, her. But yeah, I think there's a lot of like, uh, like a lot of like, 
I don't know what it is, but I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people don't think Cody's as good as they book him to be, but so what? No one's as good as they, for fuck's <laughs> sakes. Do you understand that? But, it, but the visceral reaction to him compared to the Bucks who are tagged, of all of them, Omega's got four fucking titles on him. Fuck the you. Bucks have the titles on them. It's not like Cody has a title. It's not like Cody's. If in, wrestling was real, guess what? Kurt Angle would never have lost. It, it's not like uh, the Big Show would never have lost it's, ever. It's not, not once. It's not like Cody's always in the title picture. Sometimes he is, but it's not like Shawn Michaels will never win a fight. Yeah, he would never have been anything if wrestling was was real. That's the most ridiculous fucking nonsense available. You know what Cody does? He put himself in a great position, and he didn't. He did it by himself. He used. He used his collateral with people. He, as a professional, built a business, made this arrangement with a bunch of friends. They did this whole AEW thing. They got Jericho on board to be the name that helps drive the thing. And between, no, Cody Rhodes is a smart businessman who's put himself in great positions and has afforded himself a great life away from the traditional way of doing it. Fuck everybody. If you're mad about that, it's because you're not smart enough, good enough, or whatever enough to be that successful and you're just angry. Fuck you. Don't care. Yeah. Like everyone shits on Hunter. Like, all right, you're just pissed because you didn't think of it. <laughs> that you didn't put yourself in those positions. I don't even know what do Hunter's them. deal is these days, but uh Which I is, feel I'm like, just talking about I his feel run. like I I feel like uh now he's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens when the old man uh finally sits the fuck down and shuts up. I, Once Vince sits down and shuts up, I would love to see Hunter uh run it like he tries to run NXT. Yeah. And run everything. And a lot of that early stuff was so good. And see where we are. God, that early NXT stuff was so good. It's still, they still do a much better job there than, than. Well, I don't even have to, I I can imagine. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's the problem. Especially since their whole crop gets picked all the time, you know? Yeah. And if they're putting choo-choo side effects in a fucking raw broadcast, that means Vince went back to the early nineties in his mindset. And that's not good for anybody. That's no good. In your house. We're going to get gobbledygooker fucking heavyweight champion here. <laughs> it's funny, too. It's just like AEW is making a conscious decision to not only make their belts mean something, but other people's belts. Right. And the WWE, a belt is literally a thing that can or cannot be handed to you at any yeah. given moment. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> the Lucha Brothers had the AAA one for a while. Kenny Omega right now has everyone's belts, yeah. which is kind of cool. And it's good for those brands because apparently that probably implies he's appearing on their on their product as well. Maybe you know something I don't because you're way more involved in this. But I had heard somewhere that this thing with Omega may end up with a thing with Punk. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if if they keep Omega where he's at. Like it seems logical because Punk's a guy who's. One of the only other guys in recent memories had real success as that guy. Um, yeah. But but I also I think, think Punk's done. I also think he's done. <laughs> I think you could see him doing it with Samoa Joe. Oh, bring back old Joe, like Ring of Honor Joe? Yeah. Okay, I could see that. I can see that. Or I think maybe a New Japan guy knocks him off. I haven't watched enough New Japan. In any I haven't either, yeah. but he's he's got one of their belts. Yeah. You know, uh, well, it's, it's the belt, right? Or is I, it the Gaijin belt? I don't know. Oh. That's more uh, research than I'm willing to do. It'd right be now. interesting if he had the belt. I'd love for like Okada to show up. Because be honest with you, 
the New Japan belt, the belt, is the only belt that matters in this world right now as far as I'm concerned when it comes to wrestling. It's the only belt that's held its prestige over all these years. Um, so if it's the belt, then that could be really... Yeah, Okada? Oh, man, that'd be awesome. That would be fucking awesome. It Does Tanahashi still work? Yeah, I think so. Because he's like... <laughs> But then, you know what? Those Japanese guys—they they wrestle well into their fifties on these big shows. Well, they had—they just had. Who was it? I didn't watch. God, I can't even. Re- I can't. No, no. I'm saying they just had a guy from New Japan over, like one of the fifth guys in his fifties, oh. one of the old timers. I forget. I forget his name. God, I'm, I'm so <laughs> bad with names. Uh, but he just wrestled uh, Mox. Mm. I think Mox had a belt in New Japan for a moment too. I mean, it's it's better. For the company to like loan those guys out and let them let them work elsewhere. And uh, if you win someone else's belt, that's just an accolade. It just makes your makes your 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 people look good. I mean, you. It's not like here's the thing. It's not like AEW has a ton of belts. They got what three? They got tag belt. Okay, they got like they got tag belt, a men's belt, a women's belt, and a TV belt. And they're, they're, they're six mans are coming, I think. Well, but here's my point. Is that like if you want more guys to have a thing, if you can have one of them win another company's belt, it, it kind of like raises another person. Yeah. You and know every, what I mean? And every other non-Japanese company is inherent to have their belt shown on someone else's TV because like an Impact or MLW, nobody gives a fuck about you. Well, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think New Japan runs as often either. They don't have to. My point is that their people are available to do stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, or the belts available be loaned out. It's just travel restrictions and that kind of shit. I think there's a big, okay. I think there's some big ones right now. There might be more interaction if the travel restrictions went back to, you know, something yeah. that's manageable. Well, they were saying like only 2% of the people in Japan are yeah. vaccinated. You might even see an Okada by now had COVID not hit. Maybe. Um it'll be interesting. I mean, I that's the thing. It's like they have the NWA Women's Champion popping in and out all the time. I mean, you know, it's that was one of the best matches on the card. That was pre-show. Thunder Rosa. Yeah. With no, the, no, no with not Thunder Rosa. Who who we see? Was it Thunder Rosa? Wasn't who? it her against uh, the little Japanese girl? Yeah. Okay. It was. Rio. Yeah. The one that Kenny Omega wrestled when she was like eight years old. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he has those two matches. The one where he. Wrestled the blow up doll and the one where he wrestled her. Cornette hates that man so much. I love it. I don't know. I, <laughs> listen, Cornette. I just love to be entertained by him. A lot of his stuff he says, I'm like, you're you're just crazy old and just out of touch. But okay, it's still funny because Jim Cornette. Most of it, but I do like. I will. I'll listen to Jim Cornette less. I I really don't need his take on current anything. Like his take on current. Stuff he can, you can. Oh yeah, he could shove all of it up his ass. I don't take yeah, any. Yeah. I don't care about any of his take on. I can agree stuff. with that. I can, as someone who listens, but to it, him, but he's been yeah. around the business. I will listen to his stories of what happened in the past yeah. all the time. But like when he talks about new stuff and he recalls something, when he's just like, you know, if they just done this instead or something like this instead, I'm like, yeah, that would have been way simpler and a way more effective yeah, but way hindsight, of going about it. But it's not even hindsight. hindsight. It is hindsight because he's he's criticizing it after it happened. Yeah, because he's just like, if any idiot in the room knew what they were doing about the wrestling business, they would have suggested this and it would have been yeah, done. We'll see. I mean. And I know that we're all just armchair booking, and I understand that. But, like, I like to think I know what makes a good fucking wrestling match work. 
and 28,000 fucking bad false finishes aren't it. Three or four well-placed good ones are. And I think that the fan base that thinks they like this shit, they like it because it's what's available. The second someone were to come over and just give them like a really, really, really solid classic, they go, oh, we also love this too. I think you have all flavors of Baskin-Robbins out there right now. And that people can choose what they like. And the AEW people have chosen this. Okay. You, they could go watch MLW for that. They could go watch NWA. They could go watch Impact. They can go watch New Japan. They can watch WWE. They can watch NXT. And they're all very different products. So the opportunity to find what suits you is there. And to cater to specifically what you like. Or just get the... Wait, no, there's no more network. <laughs> It's all on Peacock, isn't it? Well, I mean, but it's the network. It's just on Peacock. Oh, okay. Yeah, get yourself Peacock and just watch old shit. That's yeah, I, the that's stuff that's still there that they didn't delete for... Uh, oh, God, that's right. NBC reasons. Ugh. Fuck Christ. Everyone's too sensitive. There's it's no, okay. There's no... Uh, Although I do want to say before we end all this, Sting. Well done, Sting. Yeah. Well done. Because you put yourself fucking at risk and it... It, 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 it so, didn't pan out like the buckle bomb. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> well, because uh, I think they're smarter here. Yeah, I think so too. I think they're not going to put him in that kind of jeopardy. Or if he suggests it, people are going to go, no. No, no. You're a 65-year-old man. No. it's He's 62, oh. but it's still very fucking impressive because uh, he, most 62-year-olds do not look like that, do not move like that. Um he has had plenty of time off. It's like he's wrestled every day up to this. So uh, there's a lot. There's less mileage on his body than than other 62 year old professional wrestlers. But um, he did a really good job. For the most part, he didn't look like a slow old man, uh, which is great. I think the idea with him really is what they're doing, which is. Every week on the TV show, they fly him out. I assume he doesn't live in, in Atlanta. I think he lives in California. But right. maybe he's maybe he's got a place here uh, uh, on the East Coast. I don't know. But I think they fly him in. He basically comes out with Darby. Half the time he doesn't even speak or do anything other than stand there. And he gets paid. Uh, sometimes he'll tussle. Sometimes he'll hit someone with a bat or... or be the enforcer or keep things a little more even. Sometimes he'll take a, a few, he'll get beat up by people, but he's not really taking bumps. He's taking, he's, you know, fake punches and fake kicks, you know. Um, then what, four times a year he's going to have a match? And what, two of them are going to be live? And two are going to be cinematic things where they can do another take? Yeah. So he has pl- he's going to be able to keep his body super healthy. I don't think... I don't think he's going to wrestle on TV much. I think the less you give of us of him, even if he's on TV every week, the less you give him, you're still almost booking him like he's uh, he's Sting uh, when the NWO was going on, where he was in the rafters all the time and he never wrestled. Yeah, he would rope down, beat some people up with a bat, but that was it. He had like so many dates and so many. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the over-under is on how many times they're going to have him wrestle a year. I say it's six. That's the max. He'll wrestle a year. And that way you can keep all of his matches. All of his matches will be very special. 
Maybe you get one on TV, four on pay-per-views, uh, and most of them are going to be tag, tag or matches. The, or multi-man affairs of some sort. Right, right, yeah. right. Four don't, ways, five ways, whatever yeah, they I do. I don't think he. He uh, might get the six. He might do the the six the the six man stuff once they yeah. move those titles. There'll be different ways you hide him. Yeah, we'll see about um, these one on ones. You know, they're gonna have to be real. The one on ones mostly should be cinematic, obviously, to protect him. The or best. you've got to have a mat like 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 him and Omega or something, where it's like yeah, but that's that's but, but even now then, you're looking and it's like, but even then it's like like one on one. He's sixty two. Like, let's be honest. For sixty two, he's in great shape. Can we? But can, can we he go? Can, but can that's he, the thing is, like, does he have to? Yeah. Just because you have Sting, doesn't mean he ever has to be anywhere near a title picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's special enough where you don't need that. He doesn't need that. And I don't know that those guys that he would be working need the Sting rub. You know, give it to the other people. You know, Omega doesn't need a Sting rub. You know what I mean? Yeah. Miro doesn't need the Sting rub. You know, it's it's the. It's funny though, like a guy it's like the Darby's and the what's his name Scorpio yeah. and those guys need yeah. it. The Ethan Page, which is funny because a guy like Miro is the guy you want working with him. Somebody who has been on the top top, yeah, and and you know is going to protect the shit out of him. And a guy like Miro is not going to call stupid Seth Rollins spots. That's true. Um, Maybe that was a bad example. I only threw yeah. him out because he currently holds one. Of the you belts. want you want the people that are working with Sting to get the maximum out of Sting, both with the exposure and what you can do in the ring. Because right. you can say what you want when you see Sting on the fucking ring. You want Sting. You don't want doddering old man Sting. You want yeah. Sting. So you want to put him in the ring with the people that can work around him and give you Sting. And a guy like Mir is 100%. Kenny Omega is a bad example, by the way. Because I don't think a guy like Omega could work a match with Sting without trying to get all the stupid nonsense in. Yeah. And, and, and that's not how Sting can't work that. He, uh, he, he, it's going to be interesting because he's 62. So if they have like a three-year deal, he ain't, he ain't get. It ain't things aren't going to improve in that time. What I'm wondering, they is. should just keep sending him the literally any minute that he's not in Jacksonville, he should be in South America getting like experimental stem cells, stem cells and, <laughs> and whatever else, just injecting his whole body with them. Um, I'm interested to see if they do anything with him and some of the older older guys there, mixed tag stuff. You don't want it to be like you're watching. Uh, what's what's the thing? The golf when they have the old the old. Oh. <laughs> You know what I mean? The, 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 the was it the the senior tour? Yeah, right, you know it. It's like, but yeah. you could have a moment like, don't tell me it wouldn't be cool to see like him and Jake having like a moment like. A, a well, they spot. have, they have. Oh, had, oh, okay. Like eye to eyes oh, or okay. a little bit of a promo back and yeah. forth. He's the one. Sting's the one. See, you don't watch. Sting's the one that got into uh, his boy's face, uh, Archer. Oh, oh, okay, and said, "You are good enough to do something about it," and yeah. kind of. Li- in that storyline, lit a fire under Archer and kind of made Archer have a kind of a face turn. Yeah. Because he got inspired by Sting a little bit by that, but Jake's mm. still with him, so whatever. But, yeah. uh, yes, you can do that stuff. Also, I mean, there's got to be, like, I mean, there's horsemen running around backstage. But I, I mean, don't think Sting any- had history with the horsemen. So here's here's the beautiful thing. Only one of them can actually do anything medically. Well, Tully was wrestling, which was great. Yeah. Tully, Tully and Arn are there. Arn can't do shit. Oh, hold on a second. I'm getting to something. Tully and Arn are there. They just signed Andrade. Oh, my God. Who's go. seeing Charlotte mm. and whose father is Ric Flair. Woo! Now, what are the odds while Andrade's there? At some point, one of the one day, 
that Charlotte isn't visiting him backstage and hanging out, and the old man isn't there too. And now you have three of the four horsemen. Doesn't Flair under go, you can go find a contract to not Charlotte? No, no, Rick. To what? Go in the back and visit someone? Well, yeah, you can have backstage stuff, but you can never have but Ric that, Flair on TV. I don't know that. How often do they use him on TV? I don't know that he's under any ironclad nothing. He might be not signed. I can't imagine he might Ric be Flair under a legend is thing. getting paid. Listen, if guys like Bret Hart and Mick Foley can show up on AEW, I think Flair can. Yeah. So my point is that how, how hard is it to go get a Wyndham or someone of the ilk to be... To all be there for just a moment, maybe they honor the four horsemen. Oh, you're missing Zoli. Well, you you're missing a lot of people. Anyone could be the fourth horseman. There were a lot of horsemen during. The I times. know, I know, I know. Wasn't even Sting one for like a fucking heartbeat? Probably in the fucking. I know WCW. Luger, Luger was Benoit. You can't maybe Mongo. Listen, Mongo's having his problems. Why don't you mm. bring him in, honor him, yeah. do a night? It's. It's some of the other horsemen there. You know, there's I mean, obviously you're not getting Benoit. Uh, oh, 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 we do have a fourth horseman there. Dean Malenko's there. <laughs> I mean, listen, he was in it with Arn and fucking Flair. Isn't Dean in bad shape, though? Yeah, he's got the shakes, but he, uh, but he, uh, but he, they've shown him on TV. Okay. They've, they used him as part of the angle when, uh, with, uh, with this feud with the Pinnacle and, and Jericho's group. Uh, one night they tied Dean up to something and like, oh, we got your boy here, yeah, blah blah blah, you know, uh, to Jericho. So, so they all they need is Flair, and they've got four, technically four horsemen. Uh, they've brought Dil- Dylan in for stuff already. Dylan, they could bring him in again. Hmm. Oh, what was it? What were you watching that? I think JJ Dylan did an appearance on AEW, and after it. I think uh, somebody fucking shot on him a little bit. Uh, he was like, like Dylan got the mic and was starting to say something. Someone else yanked. He goes, "You're not getting paid extra for that." Uh, and like, <laughs> something. I don't know if it was on WWE or or, I, or I, I didn't see that, but uh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was funny. That's funny. It was like someone made a joke afterwards after Dylan spoke. You're not getting paid extra for that. <laughs> that's funny. Holy shit. Uh, so so you know uh, I don't we bad at this meandering AEW conversation yeah but uh I think the Horsemen like I don't know if you can call them the Four Horsemen technically I guess you can you know I don't know as long as they're not selling T-shirts I guess maybe I don't know man I don't know you, you... just having the four of them there. Even if you never say the words four and horsemen yeah, together? Yeah, you, you, you see the horsemen together. It's the horsemen. It's right. kind of the thing. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. It's, uh, you couldn't look. Oh, they're the stagecoachmen. Like, you couldn't do anything <laughs> fucking stupid like that, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How much more wrestling you want to talk? I'm done. Okay. <laughs> we ready to get out of here? Yeah, I think so. All right. All right, everyone. Well, thanks look for at, look at, like, What a great transition. It's so smooth. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta go get food. All right. All right, everybody. Till next week. Bye bye.